Hello and a warm welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. I'm a well-being coach, change specialist and founder of Living Fabulously. The mission for this fortnightly show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. I invite you to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and centre in your life. If you're feeling tired and burned out from the stress of having it all, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Okay, welcome to the introductory episode of Living Fabulously with Bev. My name's Helen Campbell and today you've got the opportunity to find out more about Bev and what's behind her drive for both her and you to live fabulously. Deb and I met back in 2007. She was uh, making the transition from uh, an executive position in a global software company into consulting. And most people will know Bev over the last few years as an executive or a, a change practitioner or a coach in the corporate arena. And now she's embarking on her next adventure and has a very own podcast. So Bev, how did the idea for the podcast come about? Well, Helen, my driver is making a difference and I've been trying to make sense of my own well-being journey for some time. So the idea for this podcast was to be a catalyst for people who want to actually make a change, but they need to make that choice first that would bring them back to vibrant health. So I find podcasts are really versatile in that people can listen to them wherever they are. They might be in the car, public transport, while exercising or, you know, even chilling on the beach. And that appeals to me as I want to share that passion for well-being with many people. That's great. And a good point about podcasts. So what's the podcast Living Fabulously with Bev all about? The purpose of Living Fabulously is to inspire and guide so that people can connect with and rediscover the essence of who they really are. For me, it's about delivering the expertise and tools to support people to live those fabulous lives we all wish for. Initially, the podcast was to share inspirational stories of everyday people who've overcome their challenges on their journey to well-being, which is my first series. But this led me to think more broadly to create access to expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines. So I'm recording a series to explore alternatives with practitioners who are specialists in their chosen field. And then to complement both of these, the third series will cover specific topics that underpin well-being. The first being interviews with well-known sleep researchers. I see. Now, I I know something of your background story, and I think it would help listeners if you could share some of your story with them. What are some of the key parts of your story that led you to do this? I grew up and lived in South Africa until early 2001 when I migrated to Australia, this beautiful place that I now call home. I've been very fortunate to be in good health most of my life, and in some ways I may have taken that for granted. My work ethic is high, and whatever I do, I throw myself in 100%. So as an executive, I was working crazy hours, you know, 60 plus hours a week. I really didn't have an off button, and I was so attached to my BlackBerry in those days. I was never fully present, which really was not good for the people in my life and for my relationships. So my decision to create that change management consulting business was a step in the right direction because it gave me better work-life integration. 
However, in late 2013, I began to feel incredibly tired. And no matter how much I slept, I never felt refreshed. Add to that, I had a whole constellation of other health challenges. So after initial tests didn't yield a diagnosis, I thought I was just burnt out from my life of, you know, working too hard, you know, playing too hard. And so in early 2014, I took myself off on a self-imposed sabbatical. And although I felt more rested in myself from being out of my regular environment, it didn't resolve my complex health problems. It's been a long and arduous journey to find answers, and I've consulted more doctors and specialists and alternative practitioners than I care to mention. What has happened is, though, my own research has given me options that I could explore, as I've got limited input from most of them, except for my naturopath, who was very investigative in her approach, and she joined the dots on different test results. And so as part of my quest for my own well-being and health, I studied and certified as an integrative well-being coach so that I could use whatever I learned to help myself and then to help others. It's taken time, but, you know, I feel the most important improvement has come from putting a priority on myself, so a priority on my sleep, on my nutrition, my self-care practices, and I also took a bold step to move north of Sydney to a quiet beachside suburb. Um, strolls on the beach are an everyday uh, appearance for me and it's just wonderful, just, you know, soothes my soul. I do continue taking steps towards my goal to be vibrantly healthy and I'm grateful for all the improvements I've had over the past years. But, you know, every day, Helen, I just choose to live my life with purpose and meaning because tomorrow might not be there. So I'm just kind of <laughs> focused on one day at a time. Mm, and, and I know a lot about your story. I've been with you on this journey over the last few years and seeing your, your endless persistence with different practitioners, different types of practitioners, different practices. And one of the things I think is the, one of the powers in your story is how all those traits that maybe got you into trouble in the first place in the corporate world, you know, you were diligent, you were focused, you were, you were hardworking, you wouldn't let things go, you wouldn't take no for an answer. In that old world of yours, in the corporate world, where it might have been doing some damage, I've seen you apply all those traits because they're so innate in you that actually even when you're at your lowest ebb, when you really could, you know, you could barely get out of bed, you still within you got that power of the persistence and that, that work ethic that you used to apply to somebody else's business to your own life and I think that's been a you know a really uh, a really inspiring story for the people that have been around you through this stage but also just to I think to reinforce this this journey has taken years um, and years with that amount of diligence and that amount of investment in that journey has been something that I know all the people around you have, have certainly admired in you and we now we're thrilled to see the improvement happening over the years from the days when you could barely make it down to that beach uh, to the days where now you trot off down to the beach and you go to one and you go to the other. Um, so, but we, we know it's not been easy. So, could you share one of the biggest obstacles that you've had to deal with on your journey? Mm, that's a good question. I think for me, that would have to be dealing with the disbelief that has been heaped on me from many quarters. In the beginning, I was painted as a hypochondriac by two specialists until a number of conclusive tests proved that my health challenges were not a figment of my imagination. I'm a person of deep integrity, so to see the disbelief written all over medical practitioners' faces 
or hearing their unhelpful comments was really difficult for me. At first, it caused me a lot of emotional pain because when people don't believe you, it erodes any trust between you. However, what this has reinforced for me is that we are each responsible for our own thoughts, our words and our actions. So I subsequently learned not to take any of this personally as their reaction to me was more about their story than mine. And I've kept my focus on unlocking those answers I know I have within myself about what was important to me, making the right choices for myself, avoiding stinky thinking, you know, those negative thoughts, those doubting thoughts, giving in to woe is me, you know. And I think putting myself first in my life has also been a key saving grace at this time. I've also surrounded myself with very positive people. So there were people who took me in when I was told to vacate my apartment due to old toxicity. There have been people who've lifted me up when I felt so overwhelmed that I couldn't do anything. You know, you know, I couldn't even think clearly. Um, brain fog was just overwhelming. And those people who've cared enough to walk by my side unconditionally, and for that I'm really grateful. So for people to get to know you a bit better, but outside of the story we've told, what are some of your interests and hobbies? Mm. Is my granddaughter an interest? What can I say? (laughs) Of course she is. She lights up my life and she makes me feel so joyful. And I love her simple curiosity about her world. And I've learned so much from her in just that one year of her life. The simplicity of her life is just a real lesson for me. Only when she's hungry, she moans a bit. But other than that, she just playful and joyful so it's wonderful but that aside I love to travel and when I travel I like to immerse myself in the language and the culture and so I'm busy learning Italian online so (laughs) hopefully talking to the Italians at some point I do love the arts and theatre especially musicals I just love music it's just something else that feeds my soul and I'm a huge fan of any type of dancing in the past I've taken drawing and sculpture classes and even though I could never make a living from those pursuits I just love how they get you into the flow and I was learning to play golf in 2013 so my goal is to be able to play 18 holes of golf without having a golf cart walking the greens sounds like a lovely goal to work to So what would you like to create over time now you're kicking off this new adventure? Well, for the podcast, I really want to create a community of people who feel inspired and hear the call to action about putting themselves first in their lives and that they choose to live fabulously every day. You know, whatever the circumstances, we do have choice. So that's really what I'd like to do with the podcast. Beyond my one-to-one coaching, I'm creating group coaching for women 40-plus who like to create new connections with a small group of like-minded, action-oriented people with natural drive, and they will enjoy the camaraderie, the accountability, and energy of a small online group. I've always been an educator, so I'm creating online self-paced courses with group coaching calls. The first is in the pipeline already, and it's one on overhauling your sleep. And the second is how to use whole brain thinking to change unhelpful habits and behaviors for good. Mm, And I expect that group that you talked about, the women in their 40s, probably will be quite delighted because they might feel there's not much out there for them. It's the time of their life when they're meeting everybody else's needs and not their own. So it sounds like a very valuable exercise. So how can people keep in touch with you? My website is www.livingfabulously.com or you can find me on Facebook. And if you just search for Living Fabulously with Bev, 
all as one word, you'll find me there too. Or if you're using Pinterest, you could follow me there. My ID is Bev Living Fab. And yes, there's other social media, but I think that's enough for today. <laughs> well, that's great. It's been lovely hearing your story today, Bev, and also what you plan to do in the future. Thank you for listening. Uh, I encourage you to subscribe to the Living Fabulously podcast. What you've heard today is the beginning of the story, and I know Bev's got some fabulous interviews coming up in her future podcast. You can rate, review, and share on iTunes. And I happen to know that in the next episode, she interviews New York chef and holistic health coach Andrea Beeman. So that's all from us. Thanks, Helen. And yes, I look forward to welcome you to the podcast Living Fabulously with Bev. Thank you so much for listening. And I trust you enjoyed this episode. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website, www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Google Play. I invite you to spread the love around by sharing the podcast with a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously. I look forward to connecting with you online. You can find me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.